0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 7th. We are three days post um, fireworks and, and my household still hasn't gotten back to normal. So uh, hopefully yours has. Mine. My, my pups are still... Still skittish. Um, yesterday, market was flat. Kind of the similar kind of thing. We've kind of bounced around in the morning. Um, then we saw a uh, quite a bit of activity in the afternoon where we finally wound up in the green. The VIX at 26.54 this morning. Uh, again, that wants to go to 30 in my mind. So um, interesting uh, stocks this morning that that I'll kind of talk about. Um, one that I want to look at. Let me see. Revlon. Revlon, by the way, if you weren't watching Revlon yesterday, it was at five dollars and eighty cents. Um, and I started watching it, and I'm like, ooh, this one's on the downturn. Maybe it's got some upturn. And about ten a.m., I said, ooh, maybe I'll get into this at about five ninety because it had confirmation. And those of you that that don't know what confirmation and validation is, you know, watch. There's a Zip Trader, Charlie. YouTube uh, about when to buy stocks and and that's what I use. I use it on Active Trader Pro for short term trading. Um, and Revlon had all of the things, and and the Bollinger Bands were just syncing up. Um, and I said this one's got to make a, a break. Now I, I did say Revlon is a no touch based on CNBC doing a story about it, um, and that's always the kiss of death. Uh, but this one went from five ninety. To six fifty five within a matter of one, maybe three minutes. Um, and on that confirmation, I said, okay, let me buy it. It's over six dollars. it's going to seven, blah blah blah. Didn't do it. Uh, it's a microcapstick company. those of you that don't know, there's 54 percent short interest in Revlon. Um, outstanding shares are just pff, God, you know 10day volume is 41 million, 90-day volume is 10 million. 52-week high is 17.65. 52-week low, which was just a few weeks ago, a dollar eight. So this one's kind of been going nuts. But wanted to kind of point that one out. Um, bonds inverted again. Bonds stay inverted, which means a uh, recession is coming up. By the way, just so everyone is aware, uh, while I say a recession is we maybe in a recession uh, or a recession is coming up remember that a recession includes a weak job market and we don't have a weak job market. So not only is it two quarters of negative GDP growth, which we've most likely had, um, but it's, it's most likely a a weak job market. So the official kind of quote unquote calling that we are in a a recession right now, uh, it typically takes, I think four to six months to actually realize it. So, are we going to get declared a recession? Probably not because there's still two jobs for every one job, two app, I'm sorry, two job openings for every applicant. So you've still got a super strong job market. Uh, I have friends that job offers have been rescinded. I have friends that have lost their jobs in layoffs. Um, and, and we're talking most recently. So I'm not sure that we're in a, as strong a job market as it looks um, specific to, okay, high tech, because again, I'm kind of touched in with the tech crowd. Um, so I, again, I'm not sure um, the, the higher ups haven't been let go. These are pretty much middle uh, of the road type people. Um, the higher ups never get let go, let's be honest. But uh, again, I, I don't know that a recession is going to be called. So uh, let's start out with uh, GameStop because GME seems like a crazy one. So I'd be shorting this one all day long. Um, the short interest is 22%. So by the way, Revlon has a higher uh, short interest. This one announced yesterday that the board approved their stock split. Um this sent the shares going up about 10%. Again, it's retail. Um, they're trading at about 124 in pre market. It closed at 117. These got up all the way up to about 132 in pre market. Um, I would not suggest you buy and hold this one. This is crazy. Their valuation is just. They lose $6.26 per share. Um, they're, they're, they don't have a P ratio because. They're not making money. Uh, they have a high uh, focus board, including Ryan Cohen, who took Chewy uh, public, um, who tweets cryptic things, uh, who's turned this into an NFT kind of, uh, crypt, you know, NFT company with a, a an app that some people like, some people don't. Again, it's it's nothing that's crazy. The 52 week high is 255. The 52 week low is 77. The $77 was set on uh, March 14th, so you're quite off that low. You could have doubled your money almost off of this uh, because, again, it has hit 140 in the recent past. Um, I'm not recommending this. I'm not even going to look this up in the algorithm because I don't want to tempt anybody. I'm just saying if you wanted to trade this one, uh, I think you have some ability to trade this one um, uh, pretty effectively because here's the thing. The stock split um, takes effect July 22nd. Um, This was old news. This stock split isn't anything that they just announced. The board just approved it. So they put out uh, press. And again, this is a hype play. This isn't anything about the business. This is a hype play. Um, I think it's a four for one split, five for one split. It's going to bring the price of the shares down. People are going to freak out. It's going to go up. That's just my take on it. Me personally, hell no. I'm not touching this one. Uh, I kind of bring it up to you guys that uh, I have a younger audience than I am. Again, I'm 52. Um, I think my average audience member is like 28, 29, somewhere in that neighborhood. So you guys are a little, again, remember um, kind of how I talk about my portfolio. When I was your age, hell yeah. Fuck, I'd go into this one all day long. No problem. Now, I wouldn't put 100% of my stuff into it. I'd put, you know, if I had $10,000, maybe I'd put about $500 into this one, uh, $600. You know, again, I wouldn't hold it for an extended period. If you know about charting and you know about day trading, trade this one all day long. Trade it to your your heart's delight. Um, Just watch that RSI. Watch that MACD crossover. Uh, Make sure you're not getting stuck with a rug pull. Because that's exactly what this is setting up to be. Uh, you know, 124, um, I could easily see it going down to 113 again in, in, in today's trading. So again, it's, it's people taking profits, blah, blah, blah. So don't get stuck in that one. Um, let's talk about the Fed notes. The Fed notes yesterday um, basically said that they're going to continue to be hawkish. They will kill demand. Quantitative tightening. Uh, has begun. So essentially what they've done is they've started to sell assets rather than buy assets up. Um it won't pick up until September. Be prepared. I've kind of said this, you know, all along the way. I think August, September, October. August if you have a big month, get ready because I think September or October will be a crash month. Um all of our crashes in the US have pretty much centered around October. Uh there were it wasn't anything in those notes that was shocking, so the market didn't necessarily do anything, but it did. You know, we did see an up day in the, in the market. I think it's you know, again, the Fed is like, hey, we're gonna tamp down inflation. Inflation's their number one thing, and and again, if the job market gets worse, uh, I don't know that the Fed doesn't necessarily pull back on some of this tightening. But September is the time frame where you really get into. The Fed selling assets and, and remember the market um, dynamics are from a macro standpoint, when you have more selling than buying and the Fed is the largest holder of uh, assets right now. But when in those, these markets, when you have more selling than buying, uh, that market will go down. So as the quantitative tightening, um, which means selling assets, goes up in September you're probably going to see things go down. Now, there's something else that could could happen. Again, we talk about catalysts all the time. Catalyst is maybe in September, Putin decides. You know what? Ah, this war's over. Uh, I'm going to negotiate peace. There you go. Could you know the, the, the tightening and and the the war over? It could have a reverse effect. Um, Uvixi is down at thirteen sixty five. Uh remember yesterday I said, hey, if you get up into the fifteens, um, probably want to sell this one. Uh it takes take your profits whenever you can. $13.50. Uh I'm looking at a $13.50 bid um on this one in the pre-market. Day's range yesterday was thirteen fifty three to fourteen thirty-four. Uh S fixy was your play, but X fixy just doesn't move as much. It doesn't go down because, again, the VIX didn't necessarily go down. It's just Uvixi selling off. Um, Svixi's day was between 48.38 and 49.34. Svixi just doesn't, doesn't, you know, do anything for me. Uvixi is the one that I like. And, and again, I use this to hedge against my portfolio losing money. So um, let's look at Uvixi in the algorithm. And I've got to get back to the algorithm. I was doing some market scanning for you guys. For me, actually. um, Because, let's be honest, I do the podcast for me. I just talk to you guys. You Vixie, you'd be out of it. You wouldn't be in the MACD. Let's see. The MACD is on its way down. So, I'd probably look at low 13s for this one. Um, If you can get this around 13, um, you know, 1310. Thirteen, eleven, somewhere in that neighborhood. Again, I think today you might see a good, uh, a good number. Um, in in the pre market, we were up. Um, I'm looking at my portfolio. Ethereum's up. Um, MPLX is up. Oil, by the way, we'll talk about that. Occidentals up. Um, QCLN, which is clean energy, is up, which I own. Teradyne is up. Tesla's up, um, which by the way we'll, we'll go into next, but. Uh, again, oil is up so Uvixi, uh, you're going to see that one go down let's talk about uco while we're talking about these I think uco um, again uh, uco at 34 buy it all day long. I think this is a 50 dollar stock i think you're you're starting to see oil go up here uh, it closed at 3460 that's right where the bid is right now um i you know again if you get the thir- the fifty two week low is 14 dollars of August last year. 52-week high is 55 back in June 8th. Um, I'm not chasing this one. Uh, Wait for the validation on this. But let's see UCO in the algorithm. Boy, you've had this crash. That MACD is still on its way down. Again, wait for for this one. But I kind of think that this is setting up for a good rebound because, again, This is only going down because of fears of recession. That's the only reason oil is going down. Uh, Supply is not going up. Supply, in fact, is getting tighter. As Russia, uh, we take more oil off the market, Russia is getting tighter. The reason you're up today in oil is because Shell announced that their um, refining business is doing incredibly well. Well, of course it's doing well. They're running on overtime. UCO's uh, RSI on a four-hour chart is 27. So. Uh, I think it's about ready to turn around. SCO has been your play. Uh, ironically, SCO, you're doing fantastic. If you bought a SCO, um, if you bought it on the algorithm on June 13th at $19, you're at 26. Holy gains! Great job. Now it's touching the 200-day on a four-hour chart. Uh, is that going to become resistance? I think it does. Um, the 200-day is at 27. You're trading at 26.82. Again, I think UCO and SCO uh, is unlike SVIXI and UVIXI. Uh, I like SCO on times where you can make money off of it. The algorithm you loses you eighty nine percent on this, but you lose ninety two percent with buying and holding on this. These are decaying assets. These are not things you want to buy and hold as investments. These trade on futures, and the fees that the owners, pro shares, takes out of these stocks. Um, They are levered, uh, so they use options. They use futures. These are things that you just want to trade. That that goes for Uvixi, Svixi, SCO, UCO, Boyle, and KOLD. Boyle, by the way, as long as we're on energy. Boyle had a MACD crossover, 4,109. Let's see. Uh, So is natural gas finally turning over? And are we going back to 8? Could be. Um, you're at 4390 in pre-market. You had a MACD cross up at 4109, which you could have gotten this morning (laughs) if you woke up early enough. Um, but you're at 44 right now. So it's up almost 10% in pre-market. Um, it's got a pretty good shelf here at about 40, um, from the two day trading. Um, the, the shelf is between $40.90 and $4,109. Um, that, I think, is probably where you want to try in. Today, I don't think it's going down that much. My guess is you probably want to look at a $42 handle on this one. If you can get a $42 handle, here's the thing. You've got 10-day volume of $3.1 million, 90-day volume of $2.2 million. This is a stock that's set to go. You got the MACD cross up on it. The last uh, trade was a negative for a 5% loss, I think, 10% loss, somewhere around there. You've got a gap here between 96 and 108. Um, the, The 200 day is right at 72. Now, if I go to the daily, because I look at for the death cross on the daily, that 50 day is well above the 200 day. The 200 day, you know, we shot right through that one. Um, the volume level, let's take it back here. We're going to take it back to October 5th. The volume level shelf is about 28 on boil. So, mm, that's interesting. Let's take it up to the highs. There's not many candles in between the high. So you do have a volume shelf here. I'm back to April 18th for anyone that's looking on TrendSpider. Um I'm back to April 18th on the volume. Uh, volume by weight, volume by price, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and that is at 4683 there's a volume shelf. So I think that's probably where you're going today. 46 it would be my guess. Um now the 9 day, the 21 day, the 50 day they're all negative, but the RSI is at 30. This one's got to be bought. That MACD on the daily is kind of coming up again. That's why I use the 4-hour cuz it moves a little bit faster. Um let's talk about, I'm looking at my notes. Um crude oil is still under 100, but there's an interesting one, PXD. This was a suggestion I've been suggesting it since Joe Terranova said Hey, buy it. He said, buy it at 280, somewhere of that. He said, we're at 52-week highs, but I don't see how this is going down, blah, blah, blah. A- again, these guys, you know, traders. PXD, you had a, 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 a get out yesterday at about 214 uh, on the algorithm. Now, the MACD is crossing down on the four-hour. The RSI is at 28. Could you buy this one here? If you think oil's going up, I think you do. Uh, There was an analyst yesterday, it's selling, let's see, let's just make sure. We're going to FinViz and what I'm going to do is I will look at their forward PE 7.38. So you're selling at seven times future earnings. If they're selling at future earnings of seven times and oil's around $100 a barrel, remember it was at $80 a barrel the last time they actually announced earnings. Um, you're getting 13% per quarter of earnings based on them making money off of $100 a barrel of oil. Anything over $40 a barrel, they're making money. They will redistribute this. Their dividend is 8% right now. They could easily declare a special dividend. There's one of two things that these guys do with their money. They either reinvest it in the company or they put it out on a dividend. My guess, they want to put it out on the dividend. Performance year to date, 20.3%. Uh, performance one year, 39%. Um, the first half of the year, you were up 17%. So you're uh, 26% below the 52-week high. You're 68% above the 52-week low. Um, again, that RSI is super, super, super low. Uh, 2% short. Nobody expects this thing to go down. Um, you're below the 200 day at this point. So, I, again, PXD, I like it. Um, FANG, let's take a look at FANG. Uh, PXD, by the way, their earnings are coming up next week. Uh, August 2nd is the, the earnings. I, well, PXD, I, maybe not next week. Take a look at it if you want. PXD, uh, I'm sorry, FANG, you're out of FANG. Got you out within one candle of the 131. Um, price buy on June 29th. So you got out. You're still out. That MACD is still falling down. Again, am I kind of trying to time this one? Maybe a little bit. Uh, There might be a little bit of timing in this one. Uh, There's a volume shelf here at about 112. Fang is selling at 110. Uh, Devin Energy, which I said yesterday, uh, well, to a friend, holy crap, this one's going under 50. It dipped under 50 yesterday. Um, it's low was 48.86 so um, again, Devon Energy their earnings are coming up on August 1st Um, that MACD is kind of right there, it might cross up your RSI is at 30 on this one Um, again, this has been the oil collapse the energy collapse Uh, do I think that this one has more room to run up? Absolutely, like I said if you're at 50, this one's going back to 60 at some point um, I, I like it. Um, CVX, which is Chevron. Uh, you don't have a MACD cross up on this one. You just got out of this one. This one kind of looks about the same. The RSI is at 31. Their earnings are coming up July 28th. Exxon, um, again, I'm, I'm focusing on the energy trade because I still believe in energy. Exxon MACD's crossing down. That RSI is at 38 There is no reason this one doesn't go back up into the 90s. It's at 83. Um, It's up uh, trading in the pre-market at 84.58. I hold this one. I have quite a bit. I think I got like 100 grand in this one. But um, quite a good one. Uh, Let's look at yesterday. Uh, I said Cleveland Cliffs. Get it if you can get it in the 14 handle. Today it's at 15. Uh, Let's see what's trading in pre-market because I think it's up. Um, 1573. It closed at 1519. Yesterday, it went from 1475 to 15743. I am not in this yet. I am probably going to get in this before their earnings. July 20th. I like this one before, before earnings. Now, what you have to know about Cleveland Cliffs is, where's my notes on Cleveland Cliffs? Um, it's almost to 16. Now, I've said 16 was a good buy on this one. The algorithm has you buying in at 1695, and you're still there. The MACD is still above the strike line. Uh, It's just kind of riding it. Um, What you have to know is that the fear when earnings come up is that the cost of goods and inflation are biting into these margins. They're an iron ore company. Uh, This is a company that basically uh, creates iron ore. I think they're the only ones in America that do it. So when steel production goes up, the problem is if you're heading into a recession, it's considered a commodity. So it, that's why you're seeing it come down from 30 down to 16. Um, the other thing is, is when, as we're heading into a recession, do people need iron ore as much? Eh, maybe not. That RSI is at 33. I like this one still. Again, I would say if you can get this in the 14 handle, you're, you're probably the best off If you can get in the 15 handle, I think you're still good off. I'll watch this one. Um, My issue is just having money on hand to actually trade. Um, I may buy a small position in this one, like $1,000 or something. Um, One thing I noticed, speaking of commodities, FCX, Freeport McNamara, uh, is finally moving in the upward direction. This one has been beaten down from about 50 all the way down to 27. Now, I looked at this one uh, last week on a weekly basis, and you're still nowhere near you were uh, during pre-pandemic lows. During pre-pandemic, January um, 13th, uh, 2020, uh, right before the pandemic, you're trading at $13. You're at $27 right now. That MACD is nowhere near crossing up. Um, let's see on the algorithm. If I run the algorithm based on this one, uh, it is still down your last three purchases. No, I'm sorry. Your one last purchase was a loss. Um, the one before that you actually made 6% from 35 up to about 40. Um, so, you know, and it didn't get you out. It got you out late at about 37, but you probably would have gotten out of 40. Now, this is, this is a stock that went from 43. Down to 27 today. Um, There is still some support level there at about 27 with a volume shelf kind of building. People seem to be buying it. Um, But let's see. FCX. I'm in uh, Finviz right now. FCX forward PE of 9. 1.1% dividend. Again, I, I like this one. Um, let's see. Let's go back up here. TQQQ. This is an interesting one because I think you made money yesterday. Um, but I was waiting for a Mac. We had a MacD cross up 2341. Um, and that was July 5th. So I think I said that one. You're up at 26 right now. So you've made your 10%. Um, Let's see where this one's trading in. This is a triple levered to the NASDAQ market, triple levered on the Qs. Uh, you are at 26.45 uh, right now. So you're trading slightly up. 10-day volume, 196 million. 90-day volume, 152 million. Um, P-E ratio doesn't matter in this one. This is, again, a stock that is uh, decaying value. You do not want to hold this one. Um, if you look at it, Uh, Ever since November, you've just been in downward trend. You've been able to make money. Now, here's the performance chart. Performance chart, you make 28% with the algorithm. You lose 10% with just buying and holding. Your average win, 17%. Your average loss, 7%. So you do play in big numbers with this one, but I like it trading it on the algorithm. Um, I think it's been a pretty good good, uh, performer here. So uh, again, TQQQ. One um, we talked about yesterday, Goldman Sachs. I think I talked about it yesterday. Um, Goldman Sachs, you'd be out as of yesterday. The MACD crossed down. Um, the RSI is at 46. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily a horrible thing. Their earnings are coming up next week, July 15th. That's going to be a hit or miss kind of earnings. Rates are going up. Um, uh, deal making is going down. This is trading at book value, uh, 293. Uh, I think you have, let me see, uh, do, 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 do GS for some reason. I put that 297 in pre-market. So it's up. Uh, the VWAP is at 295. Again, I think anything in the low two nineties, um, their PE ratio is five. So I, again, it's trading at book value. I don't know too much about financials, but I, I tend to think that the people that do and who are screaming, hey, you should buy this one because it's worth more than its book. Uh, SPXU, shorting the S&P. I've said that this one is great all along. Uh, it is now under 20 at $19.30. Um, you'd be out of it right now. So I'd expect kind of this week to be out of SPXU. Um, I still don't, you know, if you want to buy it here, I still don't think we're done going down on the, uh, S you know, on the spy, uh, the S and P. So I I think this one, hundred percent triple lever go, uh, S a R K. This one has been, I think you've been out of this one because the arcs in June are up like 19%. Yeah. This one, you lost 11% on the last, uh, the last round. You're at 57. Uh, that RSI is at 40. Um, this is probably a, um, again, buying and holding, you make 92%. Uh, with the algorithm, you make 5%. It hasn't even been around 1,000 candles. So your average win is 30%. So when they tell you to get in, it's probably a good good way to buy. Again, you've only had um, nine positions. Two were wins. So. Average win thirty percent. When it tells you to get in, you're more likely to lose than win. Your average loss is six percent. So again, you kind of play it safe. You know, maybe you want to buy and hold this one if you're against Kathy Woods. Um, UNH Healthcare. I wanted to look up when their earnings because I had said, hey, when it's under five hundred, buy it. It's at five fifteen this morning. Their earnings are coming up on July 14th. There's no way these guys don't announce record earnings. Right now, the RSI is at 59. There's no way I would freaking buy this one. If it dips under 500 again, we have some type of collapse, buy it. This one's not going under 500 again. You had your chance, 475. Um, you got in there right after the dividend X date. Um, these guys are going to announce amazing earnings. I, I, I like this one a lot. Um let's see. Oh, let's go over the cross-ups. I've kind of run on a little bit too much. So, oh, one that we I've been talking about, Tinto, um, since we're talking about uh about uh commodities and stuff, it still doesn't have a MACD cross-up, but you have been running up. You've got two green candles here. Um, and they're putting in kind of a capitulated bottom at about 56. Right now, let's look at the weekly on this one because I do want to see. Yeah, you do have, you've had this shelf uh, that was put in kind of from June of last year to November of last year in between this 50 and 60 kind of range, 54 to really 64, um, which is where you're sitting today. You're at 57. My guess, you're kind of going to see the same kind of thing uh, between now and, and probably November. Uh, last year you ran up into January all the way up to 80, 92. Um, I'm sorry. In May, it went all the way up to 95. So you've had this kind of roller coaster on this one. Again, sexual assault allegations. The RSI is at 34 on the weekly. Um, you don't on the algorithm. You do not have a MACD cross up yet. Um, It looks like you may get it, but your last trade actually was in June 28th at 63, and you lost 6% um, within just two candles. It just crashed, and this is the commodities crash that we're we're talking about. Uh, Cross-ups, like I said, I was looking at cross-ups. One that came up is CRM, uh, cross-up at 172.70. This one, the uh, performance chart of the algorithm makes you 3%. If you would have just bought and hold, you'd lose 13%. Unfortunately, I bought and hold. Uh, I bought way before. Let's see, what am I down on my CRM? I put a large amount of my uh, Roth IRA in here. I am down 21%. So, uh, not a good thing for me. But it is, you've had quite a bit of cross-up. You've had uh, 28 positions in 1,000 candles, 10 wins. 18 losses your average win is 7%, your average loss is 3%. So, you you're right on that line. Again, I think you buy and hold this one. Uh let's see where they're the the thing that always scares me about this one is their forward PE is 29. Their PE is 167. So, it, the, the the they're going to integrate. This is a fantastic software company. Um I I you know, again, I like it. Uh you had a cross up on Lucid, Lucid Motors, you had to cross up at 18.21. Um, now, this one, the algorithm performance, 229% versus an asset performance of 78%, 229%. Again, your average win is 66%. Your average loss is 5%. Do, past behavior does not predict future behavior but this one has been so volatile uh, on the way down that you've been able to avoid those huge leaps down based on the MACD. The huge leaps up, you were in because of the MACD. So again, 229% on the algorithm. Um, you know, Do I think that this one's going back up to 30? Probably at some point. Um, they've been able to produce just like a Rivian has. Uh, And Rivian had a uh, a cross-up yesterday. Let me see. I'm going to look at Rivian. Rivian. I think they had a cross-up yesterday. Cross-up today. $30.08. That's where you'd be buying it. Yesterday afternoon, sorry. $30.80. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it. They announced that their production is up. Blah, blah, blah. It's a hype name. Uh, the one that in the electric space that I actually trust. And I own not only the car, but I own the stock. Uh, Tesla. 694 was the cross up yesterday. It's trading at 701. Buy it under 700, sell it over 700. Uh, They are coming up on earnings. This earnings will be interesting because Elon has already said that Texas and uh, Berlin are just sucking up money. Uh, they announced their earning their deliveries, which were below expectation, but that was expected because of the Chinese shutdowns. Now the question is, will they be doing coming out with that? I've heard rumors of a Tesla phone um, that's coming out. There's a project name for it. I forget what it is. Uh, I've heard rumors of uh, you know, full self driving being released to the entire fleet. Uh, who knows how many people actually take it? They've been actually they put back in um, advanced autopilot, which is basically changing lanes and merging onto freeways and uh, using the summon, uh, which, by the way, is a party trick. It's nothing more than that. So uh, do I think that they're probably hurting for money? Yes. I wouldn't trust this earning. I think you buy it under 700, you sell it over 700, and I wouldn't hold it through this earnings. But... If for some reason we get an earnings surprise, that would be huge, and that would be something to hold it in. Uh, you know, I'm holding a long term position. I'll probably sell out of some of my stock, but not all of it. Okay, so enough about me going on about Tesla. Um, other cross ups: Boyle, we talked about Boyle. I think um, natural gas, um, Mesa Royalty Trust. MTR. Let me look this one up. This was one that um, came up in my my Uh, cross-ups. MTR owns net overriding royalty interest in various oil and gas producing properties in the U.S. It has interest in properties located in uh, Hugoton, field of Kansas, and the San Juan Basin of northwestern New Mexico and southwestern Colorado. The company was founded in 1979 in Houston, Texas. Um, what's in for the stock you can look at kind of the the um, simply Wall Street kind of thing uh, forward PE of 13 dividend 13.12 this one just had a, their ex-dividend date on June 29th they have a MACD cross up here at 952 I don't know that you necessarily want it, this has been going down based on the price of oil Um, and that's kind of why I kind of picked it out. It's RSI is at 32. It's oversold. It its MACD is kind of down. Again, this one was at um you would have made, let's see, the performance, uh, the algorithm makes you nothing. It's it's just a zero percent. Um, asset performance 68%. You've made uh buying and holding plus you've had your 13% dividend buying and holding over two years. Um your average win is 13%. Your average loss is 5%. You've been losing a lot, way more times. uh, 11 wins, 23 losses. I don't know that I'd necessarily take this one, but it's almost too low to, you know, again, I'll kind of put it on my list to look at. But it was an interesting one that I brought up because I did see it as oil and gas. Uh, I found it on, again, if you're not using the market scanner on TrendSpider, you're missing out. Uh, Find, with the way you like to buy things, you know, whether they're 20% under their 200-day, 10% under their 200-day, whether you do a MACD cross-up, whether you look at the RSI uh, below 20, um, this market scanner, huge. And they have a ton of pre-built scanners for you. So if you haven't signed up for uh, TrendSpider, look at it. Um, I just had a couple of royalty people kind of uh, show up. And I, I do get some type of royalty, I think. Trend Spider hasn't paid me for it. So I'd recommend this whether I was getting paid or not. But uh, again, they they kind of, you know, look at that. There there were a couple of signups that I got paid for. So I'm assuming that those people are in there. Um, By the way, the other thing that they have on the market scanner, which I really, really like, is you can look at uh, any type of indicator. My particular one, like you guys know, is the MACD cross-up uh I looked at the macd cross up on the last candle the last four hour candle um and you can search all of our holdings and holy cow there's a list let's see let's go to the market scanner and again my my cross i just use macd cross up on the signal and when I go to uh they have ARC holdings. And you can pick ARC holdings based on the actual uh, holdings within each of their funds. Or I just go to ARC holdings all. And when you scan, um, I wanna say there's, it says five symbols were skipped because of that Twilio's in there, um, you know, NNOX, Regenerons in there, um, COLM, CDW, um, GLOB. That's all of ARC's holdings. The other cool thing is you can look at um, all US ETFs and holy cow, on the four hour, there are a ton of cross-ups within all these ETFs. Um, and I think that's where I fa- may have found um, some of these cro- some of the cross-ups that I was looking at. Oh, one that kind of came up on a cross-up, um, and by the way, oh, Pot X, which is uh, cannabis, um, that's a, a MACD cross-up. That you just had, um, I can run that one in the strategy tester. But all those ETFs are just crazy, crazy good. Um, let's look at the four hour there. Um, yeah, sixteen forty two on the POTX. I'm not saying buy it because it's been you know POTX. That's just a crazy one. One that has gone up and it showed up in my scanning is Dollar General. Now Dollar General had a cross up here. Um, you're still in from two twenty two. You're trading at two fifty three. Um, I wouldn't buy this one, but it's interesting that it's crossing up when it's so high. The RSI is at 73. This is almost at 52-week highs at 253. Uh, I'm not saying buy it. It's just incredible what this stock has done. Uh, now, performance chart, you would have made 14% in the uh, algorithm, 32% with buying and holding. You had 24 positions over the last two years. 11 were wins. Thirteen losses, average win six percent, average loss three uh, percent. I'd rather make 14 percent and know that I'm safe versus the 32 percent of buying and holding and having uh, you know maybe having the rug pulled out from you. But that's just me. So uh, I think that's a good list. There were a couple American Tower uh, Viva, VEEV, um, which is a, a bio company, a biopharma company. Um, that came up as an RBC best list, um, and also um, one of the guys on CNBC was recommending it this morning. It was just so happened to be two. Now there's RSI's at 63. Um, the MACD's way up. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it here. You had a buy at June 23rd at 191 on the algorithm. It doesn't work all that great. Um, I, you know, again, you had lost 20 percent with the algorithm. Then we lost 20 percent buying and holding. Um, the average win was 6%. The average loss was 4%. You had 27 positions. I, I, the, the only reason I bring it up is because I saw a bunch of people bring it up today. Um, so I think I've given you enough ideas. Let me see if I missed anything from yesterday. Qualcomm. Qualcomm. I did miss something from yesterday. Uh, Qualcomm 126 was the algorithm buy on June 6th yesterday morning. Uh, I've been touting this one since 123. Uh, Your pre-market, you are at 129. So do I think this one's turned around? I don't know. It's getting, you know, brought up with the chips today. Um, But that's a good one. Uh, JP Morgan, KOLD, bearish uh, on KOLD. So Boyle is on its way up. Um, Bond inversion, Rio tanking, Buffett. Oh, Oxy. Let's look at Oxy. Oxy's back up. I think it's over 60 again. Uh, Oxy's at $60.52. This, this one, you know, you had a buy-in at 58.20 on June 27th. So you've made about 5% on that one. So it, it's, you know, it, it, it's a... Buffett, when you... Oh, insiders. When you look at insiders, this is interesting. Look at the insider trading. Um, July 1st, Berkshire Hathaway, two, 285 million. June 30th 170 million uh June 29th 126 million June 23rd 44 million uh June 22nd um two, 215 million um June 17th 313 million Berkshire is buying buying there, I mean there's there's a couple of sales from uh Champion Christopher who's VP, CAO, and controller. Um, he sold $7.9 million. Uh, he sold $99,000. Um, there were a couple of awards. There's nobody selling this from the insider standpoint. Nobody's, nobody's getting rid of this. Why would you get rid of this? Our earnings are coming up on August 2nd. Um, again, is providing the insider information. Great stuff. Great stuff. So... Uh, McDonald's, let's see where McDonald's is since I said McDonald's it didn't have a MACD cross up it had a MACD cross up way back here on June 22nd and I said the RSI is just too high it's at 251 it's kind of capitulating right here their earnings are coming up on July 25th so uh, Amazon's turned down AMD's up 2% uh, your chips are all way up BABA's up 1% BABA's been a, a just a, a killer Devon's up three percent in pre-market. It's at fifty-two. <clears throat> Get on it. Let's see what, when's their ex-dividend date? They just had their ex-dividend date. <clears throat> their ex-dividend date was June tenth. Their earnings are coming up on August first. Get this one before you know it goes back into the sixties. Is it fifty-two? Um, you had a sell yesterday out of uh, you know you had a but five percent loss. I'm not selling. I hold this one, let me see, what's my average price? Uh, because I've added to it. Average price is 55 31. I might buy more today. It's a great, great stock. Um, I am just going back in my notes to try and take a look at low. Lowe's, uh, and Target. Those are two that I've told you to get into. Uh, Lowe's cross up at 177 it's trading at 179 but these are long term. These are hold at least until the end of the year target. You're at 144 buy in and you're still in. It's at 144. So uh, those are two long term ones. Okay. I've given you enough. Um, SBC, O, oh, some of those uh, other ones. Uh, what's the other one? DV, um, DRV. <clears throat> That's my short real estate. I said, get into it yesterday. Still don't have a MACD cross up, but at $48, I think you're going back to 60. So uh, I do think that's a good one. So gave me enough. I will be back tomorrow. Have a great day. See ya.